Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Yeah, y'all know what poppin'. Frazier Boy, Academy Award winning Frazier Boy in the building. And I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Chill. No, I ain't know none of that fat you see H Better find somebody else to play with. Niggas think solid they base. They base. Alright, so we got the one and only yeah. Frazier Boy jumping off the porch <laughs> with us. In the flesh, man. I appreciate y'all having me. Nah, I appreciate you coming by, man. I grew up listening to your let's, shit, man. Let's so. get it, man. Yeah, you yeah. make me feel old. I'm probably just as old as you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Let's man, go. so you got anything else shaking here in Atlanta during this trip, man? What man, else just, just moving around. I got uh, B-High, ATL. Shout out to B-High. Shout out to B-High. And, uh, uh, Wicked over there, man. And Shout just, out to Wicked, too. Just networking, man. Bringing this Memphis shit to the, you know, to the city, man. You Absolutely, know what I'm saying? Represent. Yes, sir, man. Go ahead and shout out your boy that you got sitting back there. Man, too, man. the legendary South Memphis legend, King Michelinius, man. Straight up out of Memphis, man. You know I had to rock with my homie, man. For real, for real. For sure, man. All right, so Frazier, man, let's talk about Memphis. Let's talk about Let's it. talk about Memphis today. How does it look compared to when you was coming up? Man, um, pretty much the same, just a little, little more steroids on it. You know what I'm saying? A little stronger, a little, little, little better. Uh, gutter, still the same. Uh, we operate the same, same, uh, you know, thing going on as it was back then. It's just 10 times stronger, I think, today. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And one thing I always liked was you put on for Fraser. You put on yeah. for Bay. Bay Area, man. That's Memphis 10, man. That, I had to, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I had to represent where I'm from. I had to show my struggle and, and, and how we get down. That's just Memphis, period. But I had to rep my side, you know yeah. what I'm saying, stronger than anything else. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it kind of it, it made me who I am. Absolutely, yeah. Right. Do you feel like Fraser in the Bay is different than other sides of Memphis, or is it all Man, Memphis? Memphis is Memphis. <laughs> Man, Memphis is Memphis, man. It really ain't no nice or better side is all. Even the good size is Memphis. If you <laughs> if you understand where I'm coming from, even the good size is Memphis. Set, man. So with, with that being said, it's, it's all pretty much the same if you in them city lines. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just kind of speak on the culture of Memphis, man. Man, gr- uh, good barbecue. Yes, sir. Great music, great soulful music, good people here and there. You know what I'm saying? It's just like everywhere else, you know what I'm saying? It's just, we got our own flavor. We operate different, you know what I'm saying? And uh, we got a different mind frame from a lot of other places. And we just do what we do and we stand on what we do. Yeah. Yeah. What type of impact or influence would you say Memphis has had on the rap game? Ooh, to my today? Absolutely. Man, we heavy, 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 heavy. Like, we've been doing our thing since, since maybe the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Even when I was, wasn't doing it and I was a fan of it. We were doing our thing then. I think now today we really getting our 
flowers for uh, you know what we've been bringing to the to the music business for a long time now, and uh, I, I, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Even the new the, the new cats, the new females, Glorilla, and you know everybody else, Moneybag, and it's just it's a good look. Yeah. It's a good look. It's a good look. Yeah, when you look at it, it's like everyone in the rap game wants that Memphis sound, no matter where they from. Man, right? we operate different down there, man. It's it just, it's, it's addictive. It's an addictive sound that uh, how, how we uh, do our music is just addictive. We repetitive. We are straight to the point. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it just, it ain't all glory. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we speak from the heart and you're going to feel where we're coming from. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, even even R and B, you gonna feel where we coming from. It ain't just hip hop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I see Gucci man just signed three artists. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. In the last Shout week. out Gucci man for just just he's just, tapped in, man. Just keeping this Memphis shit alive, even here in Atlanta, man. You know what I'm saying. We got we got so much respect for Atlanta and what they do, man. It's just we just trying to we just trying to fall in line, man, and, and show what we can do. Yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing that he noticing it, so because that's what he's doing tapping in, so, you know, I'm pretty sure Memphis appreciate that and, you know, Atlanta appreciate that if they want something different. Absolutely, yeah. Right. I figured he had so much success with Pooh and yeah. uh, Big Scar, it's like, and, all right, who else yeah, is out yeah. there? Yeah, yeah, I mean, all Big Memphis, uh, they up and coming Big Memphis legends, and, and I saw a couple interviews with Gucci was like, you know, his favorite artist is Project Pat. That's, yep. That's who I learned from. I learned everything I know about, you know, pretty much of how to approach a song with my big brother, Project Pat. So shout out Project Pat, Big Memphis. Okay. Yeah. So, Frederick, what had inspired you to start rapping at first? Because I, I, I'm going to understand that you wasn't rapping like as I wasn't, kid. I wasn't, right? man. I, I, got a, I got a unique story from anybody else. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, when I started rapping, that was when, when you, my first album came out through Hypnotized Mind Gone on That Bay. That was the first time I started rapping because I was around them at first. Yeah. Well, I'm going I'm to I'm start from day one. Coops the nigga. Okay. Rest in peace, Coop. Um, in, the, in the projects, Green, Brian Frazier. Um, I used to be real good friends with his cousin, Pam. So Coop used to be at the house all the time. And I started taking Coop back and forth to the studio with Paul and Juicy. So that's how me, we bridged the gap and I got cool with them. So as I got cool with them, they used to do these uh, crowd chant hooks. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, like, Get bug, get bug, just a crowd chant. <laughs> so I used to join the crowd chants, and I guess they heard the, uh, the tone in my voice or whatever. They knew I had something in me that I didn't even know I had, and they made an artist out of it. And <laughs> shit, man, I've been doing this shit ever since. That's it. Yeah, so it, it's like crazy how it started. And the first album I rapped on was Lil Chad Murder, She Spoke, okay, yeah. Wolfpack. So that was the first time my voice was heard. And then from then on, man, I've been pushing the button. I ain't look back, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I appreciate everything that was laid out for me. They taught me the, the game. And like I said, I learned every, most of just how to create a song and put it in song mode through Project Pat. So, you know, he one of the Memphis goats. So, you know. Man, he's a goat in and, rap, period. And just being around Paul and Juicy, man, just, just looking at how they create and, and they genius, man. You can't do nothing but pick up on it. Yeah. Yeah. So were you like big fans of 3-6 at the time? Of course, too? man, of course. Coming from Memphis, even back then, it, all you used to listen to was Memphis music. We was pretty much racist of everybody else's music. Like, we didn't <laughs> want to hear shit else, but even on the tape, yeah. mixtape days, Memphis would just ride around listening to Memphis. So 
of course I was a fan and you know just becoming one day that I was with them it was just like a dream come true man you know what I'm saying it was just crazy how my story just evolved yeah from that from being a fan to me one person to take me to another person and starting off with background hooks and becoming an artist myself okay from watching them so when you first like meet Paul, Juicy, Chad, Pat, yeah, um, family, is it like instant chemistry? Like did they accept you right away? Yeah, was yeah, it, yeah. It was, it was. I was accepted right away. I was tested, but I was accepted. I, I, I think I kind of got over the hump and I did my thing. If I stayed down for so long, so I was accepted. I think I was accepted. I wasn't no sucker, so I was accepted. <laughs> <laughs> you said you were challenged. What do you mean by that? I'm just saying, for as um, my musical talent. I ain't talking about. Uh, fighting or no shit yeah, like yeah. this, but just just far as what I can do on the microphone, you know what I'm saying? And I, you know, they gave me my trial run. And I guess I passed it. Okay. Hey, I'm still here, on off the porch. You did. So Twenty what, years later. Yeah. So what was that first studio session like? Were you nervous? Did you know what the hell you were doing? I don't, it was like a fucking. I don't know, bro. It was like I remember it. Well, Project Pat was in prison at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that time, the camp was getting kind of short. There wasn't too many people left in the camp, you know. A lot of people had left. And I think that's how I got my chance because there really was no new voice around that could hold, you know, hold it down from what they had been doing. Pat was pretty much the biggest artist on the label and he had four years in prison. So, you know, that's when I stepped in. And I guess that's when they said, well, maybe we can try him. So. They was making a posse song about, you know, if, if you know Hypnotized Minds work, we used to always have a posse song. And those songs are legendary. People used to go to the posse song first. When Absolutely, they, the they were always at the end too. Exactly, so they always used to have a posse song and uh, the posse song had about four people on it at the time. Hmm. It used to be about maybe seven or eight people on it. And I remember Paul joking and saying, Fraser, it, we Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. He ain't got no bad in the camp. We might as well write you eight ball. So I was like, shit, trap me. They just don't know. I had been premeditating anyway. Man, I wrote them eight balls. They liked it, man. I got a contract maybe a week or two later. And, man, they, I'm out of here. The button was pushed. Off of eight bars. Off of eight That's bars. That's all it took. Yup, blessing, man. That's you know what I'm saying? And it, it, it changed my life, bro. Music yeah. saved my life. Real talk. So, how long after that do you start working on the album, then? Man, oh, uh, a lot of people don't know. Gone on that bay. I had another version of it when I wasn't that good. Hmm. I think it was whack as it really was whack as hell because I was just starting. It was like they was. Let me get my practice in. It's a whole nother version of that album. But when it, I finally got the right version, that's mm -hmm. what you hear, Gone on That Bay. I did the album maybe two, three times, but the first two times, I think it was swag. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when I finally found my swag and what I was really trying to do and got my confidence up, they knew what they was doing. They was prepping me. So, yeah. man, once I got that, that in me, man, you know what I'm saying? I just started, it's like a workout. I started building my muscles and shit, man. I just, I just got good at what I was doing. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So I ain't turned back. What was the creative process like? Were they cooking up on the spot for yeah. you? Yeah. See, and then I got to see the inside. Like a lot of people don't get to see the inside of them 
making tracks. Mm -hmm. If you sitting there watching Paul and Juicy J make tracks right in front of you, right there, you can't do nothing but get this shit in your blood. It's in your DNA. You watching this shit. You know, them niggas geniuses. Oh yeah. They some geniuses. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just how they operate and, and how they approach the sounds and they take a scary movie and put the sample in there and next thing you know they hit man, that shit was that shit was amazing. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh you watching it, you can't do nothing but nod your head. If you can nod your head on beat, you might can stay on beat with your words. So yeah. man, that shit just got up. It was in me. <laughs> it was in me. I was stuck. You know what I'm saying? It's a I guess the reason they call it hypnotized minds because it it did kind of hypnotize oh, you yeah. when you hear that track. It was track. like a trance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I understood what it was about and shit, man. We, we gone. Did you ever have like a surreal moment where you're like, look, like, how the fuck did I end up here? Man, <laughs> I think I had this surreal moment when I was, uh, yeah, it was dead at first, but when I got to the Academy Award. Okay. That's when I was like, what the fuck just happened? I think all of us was like that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know I wrote the lyrics, the song title and the lyrics to his heart I heard for a pimp. I, I won an Academy Award for that. So I think when I got to that point, I didn't know what was going on. It, it really scared the shit out of them. It scared everybody because we was good with the nomination. That was enough for us. You know what I'm saying? Just the nomination. But when we won, also, you got to perform. Yeah, we performed. I think actually, you guys were the first rappers to actually be yeah, able to perform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were the first African American. I think Eminem was the first. The first so African American group, yeah. group that uh, was able to perform and we actually won. So, man, at that moment right there, I didn't know what, I didn't know what was in store. Hmm. I didn't know what was in store. So, you know, that was my surreal moment, I think. Okay. For, uh, you know, when I was with them. Yeah. So, when you, um, were you approached like, hey, we're writing a song for a soundtrack, or how did that all come about? Yeah, and like I say, once again, Project Pat was in prison, so I kind of think that's how it fell in my lap, because I really think he would have been the first choice to write a song about a pimp. Well, come on now, it's Project <laughs> Pat, Mr. Gorilla Pimp. So you know what I'm saying? So that's probably how I got that chance. That's why I'm a big big believer in everything happened for a reason. You know what I'm saying? That was, that was my reason, you know, he was, kind of step back and let me do my thing. So, you know, I appreciate him for that. He never, he embraced it, you know what I'm saying? He embraced it and they, they kind of gave me the confidence to really do it yeah. when he embraced it. And, you know what I'm saying, he fucked with me on it. But he was in prison at the time, John Singleton, rest in peace, John Singleton, and Craig Brewer out of Memphis, uh, the director out of Memphis, uh, they was at the studio, they were working on Hustle and Flow and okay. wasn't out yet. So. They needed somebody to write a song about exactly to what the movie was about. So John Singleton was telling me about what the movie was about. You know what I'm saying? It's a pimp, struggling pimp and an inspiring rapper. He has a pregnant black girl uh, hoe and he had a white hoe and da 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 da. So I took that and just said, uh, the name of the song need to be as hard out here for a pimp. And John Singleton was like, what you say? <laughs> I said, the name of the song need to be as hard out here for a pimp. He was like, that's it. So once he told me that, man, I just pushed the button and started. I wrote the song, maybe two verses, maybe 30 minutes. Oh, wow. And man, that motherfucker got nominated for an Academy Award. That's like, I, we didn't even know what the fuck an Oscar was. We were still calling it a <laughs> Grammy. So you know the significance of what that is. So you don't even know what the fuck 
what league you in, yeah. and that's the biggest league you could be in. So, yeah, that was my surreal moment, and that was that's that's how it happened, man. My, like I got the story of this. You ain't gonna hear no shit like this. Nah, for real. <laughs> Coming from where where I'm from, you know what I'm saying. Memphis is a it's a good city to be from, but it, shit like that is unheard of. Only other person got an Oscar in Memphis is Isaac Hayes. So that's good company. That's, yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say that that's legendary. That's right good there. company. So you know, bless man, bless, bless. What was your reaction the first time you watched the movie and heard the song? Man, man. I'm sure you the, heard the song before. Man, but. when I watched it, bro, it fucked me up how they synced it and the way they touched the moment. I guess that's what made him win an Oscar because of the moment mm. of where he was in his life in the movie and. The way the song, he was like, it's hard out here for a pimp. A lot of people think that the song is about a fucking, it's about a pimp in them words, but everybody is a pimp mm -hmm. in what they do. It's hard out here for a pimp. They, they can be a janitor, you can be a, a race car driver if you lose, it's still hard out here for a pimp. So that's what it signified. You know what I'm saying? You got to think outside the box sometimes. A lot of folks was down in it because they, yeah, a pimp song won an Oscar. No, just listen to it. You'll understand. Like, motherfuckers crazy. Man. Yeah, push, push this the, shit out. Yeah, even the way they presented it yeah. in there, it's like, they didn't, that's they been didn't, going viral on TikTok. They didn't, they didn't understand, but you know, they, they got it later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even the Oscars understood it hmm. because it won, but a lot of people didn't understand where I was coming from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it is what it is. So let's go to the performance at the Oscars. Man. Crazy. You look at the crowd, it's not your rap crowd, Woo, you know what I'm saying? Man. You got the biggest movie stars nah, in the world. Nah, wait you hear this shit. Okay, we perform right. All right, I'm nervous as hell because I got to do 16 ball. Paul and Juicy did the, split the first verse and uh, I did the second verse. I didn't slip on my verse, but I had some shades on. Man, I was nervous as a motherfucking cat in a room full of rocking chairs, you know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> I remember looking on the front row and seeing Jamie Foxx rap the song word for word. Hmm. Man, that got me so crunk in the inside. Like you might didn't couldn't tell on the outside, but in the inside my body was going, what the fuck is good? And then you looking out there, you see everybody that's on TV, movie stars looking at you. So the shit don't, it don't even feel, it don't feel real. And shit, man, it was just a, a crazy moment. Let me tell you this. Mm -hmm. After we won, we, we, uh, Queen Latifah announced the winners. All right, we got the Oscars. So we walking off stage afterwards. I see Will Smith. So I'm a big fan of Will Smith. I'm going straight to him like, man, I love your work. I grew up on you. I watched, you know what I'm saying? I love your movies, man. You, you da, 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 da. The man didn't shake my hand. He didn't shake my hand at all. He was standing like this. He wasn't smiling, none of this shit. The man said, congratulations to the men that won an Oscar before me and walked the fuck off. <laughs> I swear to God, bro. I was like, what the fuck? So you know my mind was everywhere. It was people mad, it was people happy. It was some people that really wasn't happy because they felt like, I guess they felt like we was playing with what they do for I don't know how they took it, but a lot of people wasn't really as happy as you would thought they would be. Exactly. So that, that's, that's kind of like how I felt like, you know what I'm saying? They was bigging us up, but there was some people that really was giving us the, 
Like you don't belong here. Yeah, 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 yeah. But man, that's taking blame God. <laughs> take blame, it me, blame, blame, right? blame God, man. You know what I'm saying? You gotta blame God. You gotta take that over him, man. That's what right. he had for me. So it was it is what it is, but I had to tell that Will Smith story. I used to love Will Smith, man, but that might fuck me up with that attitude ass shit. But <laughs> photo <laughs> slap. <laughs> 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 slap. Real talk. That's wild right there. For sure, man. So yeah. It was some crazy moments, man. So you guys didn't know you were gonna win when you got When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. You guys arrived? Hell no. So I always shit. thought they told people before. Man, yeah. listen. This shit is so confidential it's serious like they had a paper like the fbi be over the papers like like the shit is so classified that they really is you don't know who gonna win before you they call the name like they really had it secured so that's why the reaction was like that it was a real reaction like we i was look it looked like everything was going in slow motion when queen latifah was opening up the envelope and it seemed like the first, I seen her mouth moving in slow motion. I was like, we won. She said, it's hot. When I seen her give it that little smirk, I knew what it was. I knew what it was. And that was it, man. Like, crazy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> what, were the, what were those parties like afterwards? Oh, shit. The first party you go to was the Vanity Fair party. That's the okay. party that everybody goes to. And you walk in the Vanity Fair party with an Oscar in your hand, nigga, I was the man. <laughs> When you looking over there and J-Lo is looking at you like you a piece of meat, like, and, and you look over here, you see Serena Williams looking at you like winking her eye, then you got Mary J. Black, then you got, man, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, the shit was so surreal, it was crazy, bro. <laughs> and another thing, okay, another part, of it, John Singleton took us to Prince House, rest in peace, Prince. Oh, shit. So, at the party. No, 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 hold on. He didn't let us in. He didn't let us <laughs> in. We, we, we was denied. The man didn't, no, nah, he ain't let us what in. What a juicy, like, sample of his song, not telling me. I something. don't know what the hell happened, but John Singleton himself went to the door. Like, I got three since Mafia out here. They just won an Oscar. You know, we right in front of his house. We at his front door. They can't come in. Nah. Do you want some grapes? <laughs> and that was that. So I remember it. I remember it. It was like a big blur, but I remember everything. So, yeah. That's wild, man. Yeah. So it is what it is, man. Yeah. Shit, yeah. All right. We can't skip over this album, man. It's going on that day, man. Oh, yeah. We got to go. So, to me, this is a classic album. Yeah. So when you get done recording it, do you realize what you're sitting on? No. No. Honestly, I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. I just, I just put my heart in it and wrapped about what I know. other people I've seen experiences and what they've been through and put it in my work. And like I say, I'm gonna say this once again, when you rapping, writing to Paul and Juicy Beats, it makes it a little bit easier than anything else, you know what I'm saying? So that shit was just all hard. That's why I sound so hungry on that mother. It was just all hard. I was afraid because I didn't know if people was gonna accept me. 
I didn't know because it's my first time. I didn't have a mixtape or nothing before this album. That was my first recorded project and it became a classic, man. So, you know, I guess it was meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. And Project Pat's the one that gave you the idea for the title, right? Yeah, he gave yeah. me the, actually the title. He was in prison. I, I had a hard name or well, I had a hard time coming up with a name for the album. I didn't know what the name that album. Paul didn't know what the name Juicy was like. And, and Pat was like, oh. I was talking to him. I was like, I need a name for the album. He was like, gone on that bay. You know, if you know from Memphis, you know Bay is cocaine. So uh, Fraser Bay Area, that's a high trafficking cocaine area. So we, that's why we call it the Bay Area. And it's close to the waters. So mm -hmm. both of those kind of intertwined them for Bay Area. And he said, gone on that bay and she it stuck with me and she, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Pat, man. Shout out to Project Pat, man. Yeah, Big man. Memphis. Um, yeah, UGK featured on that. Yeah, I had uh, UGK um, shit. And of course, 3 6, man, it was just a. You can, you can listen to the album today and it's still going to be relevant. You Absolutely, know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Did you get in the studio with uh, Bun and Pimp? Or how yeah, I, I talked to. Uh, well, actually, um, every time Bun come to Memphis, he called me. I'd take him to get something to eat. That's, that's like a. And Pimp, rest in peace, Pimp. Bun is like a great friend of mine, man. Like, so humble. Anytime, anything I need, man, Bond got me, man. Like, he's he, that's a real nigga that like to the core, man. I, I ain't got nothing. I, it's nothing you can say bad about dude. He's so genuine, man. You know what I'm saying? He's just genuine. And you feel everything that's come from his mouth. Like, he's just a genuine dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had to get him. This was like. I had to get him. This is like everyone's favorite song. I don't know. Everyone's got different favorites, but this and, one. And then when I uh, actually recorded the song, it wasn't on that beat. Really? Yeah, that's that's all juicy right there. So when I came back another day, he said, I changed the beat on. I was like, oh, okay, let me hear it. And that's what the fuck came out. <laughs> is that Juicy humming in the background? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Juicy J humming. That's, that's, like I say, them, they geniuses when it comes to what sound need to be there. You'd be like, damn. Yeah. When, I, when you see them take a, 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 a sound out of a movie and just make it into what it is, that shit was amazing, man. That shit was amazing. So this album drops, you know, before social media. Yeah. So how were you guys promoting this at the time? Were you guys we really, uh, source ads? Okay. Source ads, uh, XXL ads. That's went back when, yeah, yeah. people had to. <laughs> so sourcing uh, XXL ads and a lot of footwork, a lot of mouth work, and a lot of you know what I'm saying, grinding. It was a little different. Sometimes I wonder how how it would have been if we had social media then. Would have been mm -hmm. have been bigger. But I, I just think it was, the timing was the timing. So it, that's what happened. <laughs> it was at the perfect time. So how long after it drops do you realize people really fucking with this shit? Probably, uh, probably when I came here, Atlanta. Uh, my, my first, the first big people that were stars to me that I, I kind of I, I loved in the music game was Young Bloods okay. and Killer Mike. Okay, yeah. So when I ran into them, they didn't know who I was. Paul was like, this is my homie Frazier boy. And they were like, Frazier boy gone on that bay? And when they fuck with me like that on my shit, I think they, from then on, I was like, oh, okay, I'm good out here. When it comes <laughs> to this music shit, I'm good. I think I'm good out here. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that was a big confidence booster for me when Killer, I don't even think they probably remember, but Killer Mike, uh, Sean Paul, and J-Bo out of Young Blood, man. Them the first people 
that was in the rap game that was making noise that said something when they met me and that that fucked me up. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't know I didn't know how people accepted it because like I say I wasn't a rapper. Yeah, just, there's no social media the way I you just get did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't I didn't couldn't look at the comments or no shit like that yet because Hey, then it just caught on. I'm still hearing about that album. Hey, you asking about it today. Man, so, you know, classic. yeah. I was listening to it this week while doing my research. Yeah, like, but, but I'm going to say this. Don't get it twisted. Like, that was then, but now I'm better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got this Bay Day 2 out. I got this uh, Bay Day 1. Uh, I don't know if you heard of T-Rock. You remember T-Rock? Uh, we got an album out called Bay to the A through uh, Six Enterprises, uh, Macy Yo, my homie. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we got a lot of new stuff coming. Bay Day Three, you know what I'm saying? We just we just working. So that's who I've been working with lately. Uh, my homie Maceo with Six Enterprise. Okay. So we got a lot of stuff coming, man. So y'all get ready. And Bay Day Two and Bay Day One is already out on all platforms. Um, I have a new short film out, um, inspired by Gone on That Bay. Blood, remember the song Bloody Murder? Okay, I just did a short film, a yeah, movie I saw that for on that. YouTube. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know. Check that out, it's, it's out right now on YouTube. So, yeah, good shit. Yeah. Choices 2, the soundtrack. Choices 2. We stayed in LA for two months filming it. That was some of the, that was some fun. That movie was very fun to just, to make on set. Was that uh, like your first acting or? No, oh, uh, actually Choices 1. Okay. It was a short part I had in there, but um, Choices 2 probably my first speaking role, I'll okay. say that. Yeah, so I really had to learn some lines and read the script on that one. The first choice I just got hit in the face with a pool ball, and that was my part. <laughs> so it kind of expanded but, your role. But you got to start one. somewhere, you hear me? <laughs> I'm for real. <laughs> and the soundtrack, he was on like nine songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, me and Lil White was kind of real heavy then, so, you know, we, we kind of, they put a lot of work into us, so, you know, we was all, all over everything. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, good, good shit. Good did, shit. did you know White before you were rapping, or did nah, you meet him nah. at the time? Actually, White, we both from Fraser. Mm -hmm. White maybe uh, grew up maybe two, three miles from where I'm from, but White a little younger than me. Okay, yeah. So we never met until he got to hypnotized minds. Okay. So we never met. Yeah. He went to Westside, I went to Fraser. So that, it's about maybe 10 miles apart, maybe five miles. Hmm. So it's crazy. I, I felt like that was always crazy hmm. that we never met but until we got there and we were so close. We grew up so close together. Yeah. And uh, Glorilla, she's from Westside, where Lil White's from, this side. Okay. So, yeah. Shout out her too, she's doing her thing. Yeah, so speak on the chemistry you and White had, because you guys yeah. got some classic songs too. I think that was just, just some Fraser shit. We didn't <laughs> never met and we just, Ebony and Ivory, literally. <laughs> Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know what I'm saying? And I think he had the uh, high-tone voice and I had the low-tone voice. Yeah, it was and like it a kinda, good It kind of weighed out, you know what I'm saying? And we both were snapping, so. And then I'm going to say this again. Paul and Juicy Beats. They bring out a beast in you, so, you know, you're going to approach them different. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so, I think yeah. P -I -M -P. Shout out Lil White too, man. Yeah, I think P-I-M-P -P was my favorite song on the uh, yeah. I'm a P -I -M -P. yeah, yeah, I'm P-I-M-P. Yeah, 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 Choices too. Yep, that's right. what it's all. That's a dope joint. I forgot about that record. Really? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Sometimes I look and be like, damn, 
and realize how many songs I recorded. Like, shit, I forgot about this. Damn, I forgot about this. You ever go on YouTube and be like, damn. <laughs> I feel like that in some of my interviews. Too. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I do so many. That like, catalog man. builds up over the years, man. And you, and you look back and you be like, damn, real I've sad. been working. For real. <laughs> yeah. So going into your second album, Me Being Me. Me Being Me. Did you feel like pressure, like you got to live up to the first no, one? No, I started getting a little more uh, comfortable with my uh, music ability, I think, Me Being Me. We, uh, that's when we went to Asylum, Warner Brothers. Okay. We was actually signed, it was me. They signed me and Lil White. We was their first artist. And then uh, Boosie and Webby. Okay. And uh, Mike Jones and Paul Wall. Okay. So we was their first three acts on Warner Brothers Asylum. So, you know, that's how uh, I got that drink came about. It was so easy to do because it was we, probably right we, there in the we was already label mates. So, yeah. you know, it, 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 it wasn't hard to pull off. Yeah. So, yeah, me being me, there's a, um, Dope album. I, I got a little more confident in what I was doing and I was approaching beats different. I think I got better lyrically and shit. I was, I was taking off, man. Yeah. And like I say, that's the album where I got that drink. That was my biggest single to date. So it did pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. At the HCP, the Posse song. Yeah, it. like I say, man, you live for the Posse song. When you get your Posse songs, it's just be like, it's like a breath of fresh air because you know what's going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> so like are you, all you guys in the studio together for these posse songs? How yeah, does this yeah. normally work? He'll call us, be like, come do the posse song. Everybody eight ball, we go in here, just tell us, all right, you go out to so and so. That's the only thing he'll say and shit. All of us in there writing and we record and shit it come out like that. We just like we just going to war on the track. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel like you really had to bring it on the posse yeah, song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you didn't want to be whack. The whack is on there, so you know. I think everybody pretty much held it, they, they side up because we was all talented artists separately. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when we got together, we just, it was just a chemistry. You know what I'm saying? It was just a chemistry of how Paul and Juicy operated and, and put shit together. So it was a chemistry in a way. So we knew what to do. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't hard to put it off. Yeah. And how was the feedback on that album when it came out? Me being me? Mm -hmm. Oh, they loved it. They loved it. They loved it. A lot of people like that I'm more than Gone On That Bay, but I think my favorite is Gone On That Bay. Yeah, I think it's more yeah. like which one they heard first. Yeah. Because if you hear Me Being Me first, it's like, all right, he's Yeah, but Me shit. Being Me had some bangles on it, though. Yeah, it, did. it had a couple bangles on it. So, you know, that was, that was a good album. I got more seasoned. I was more seasoned with, with, with what I was doing then. So, you know, it wasn't as, I wasn't as nervous as, I, of course, I wanted it to be a great setting album, but I wasn't as nervous. I didn't know what the fuck to expect after going on that base. Yeah. So, and that's, I think everybody called that their favorite. So, you know, I'm good with it as long as you're on Frasier. Yeah, exactly. As long as you're listening <laughs> one way or the other. Yeah. Um, then you featured twice on the 3 6 album. Most yeah, of yeah. I'm a, they always uh, kept us in the loop, try to keep us in the loop on all the projects. So, uh, what was it? Uh, don't violate. Most, don't violate. Most known unknowns. Uh, yeah, that John went platinum. Yeah, nigga, we we, we stayed working. <laughs> we stayed working. And now, yeah, that was a great album to be a part of because I think that was their first. Uh, was it their first platinum? That's the album with Stay Fly. Yeah. Stay Fly on that one. Yeah, if it was. Yeah, 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 I think yeah that, that was, was the Stay Fly album and all. Yeah, the album did pretty damn good. Hmm. So you know, it was a great album to, for my voice to be heard on. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't take none of it back, you know what I'm saying? It made me who I am. Yeah. Real talk. Then you start working on The Key. The Key. Yeah. Now, my honest opinion, that was when 
my timing with them was coming to a kind of a closure. So the album was rushed. So that's not my favorite album. I think I could have did better. I had a lot of people don't know I recorded the album in three days. Wrote and recorded the album in three days. So I was rushed. So it really wasn't a, it wasn't my best work. So it, it is what it is. So like I say, gone on that bay, me being me, I took my time and painted a picture. That was rushed. To people that don't know that, that was rushed. It wasn't my real work. So why is that the last album you do for hypnotist? That was after the Oscars. It was just like I guess we 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 always outgrowing our situations, and um, I guess they felt after the Oscars that it was time for me to I guess flourish and do what I had to do, or uh, however they was feeling. And um, I guess there was a time we just outgrowed the situations and shit. It was time to do my thing for me. Yeah. So. That's how it happened. So it was no hard feelings or any bad blood? I ain't gonna say it wasn't no hard feelings. There was some saltiness here and there with me because a lot of the way things was handled in some situations, but like I say, everything happened for a reason. It was for me to flourish on my own. So that's how I took it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I moved from moved forward. I just had to realize that and you know what I'm saying, and realize that I did a lot of work with them that got me to where I was and shit, there you go. Yeah. Do you have any type of relationship with Paul and Juicy right now? I really don't. I really don't. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no really no hard feelings, but it's just like, nah. I don't really have a reason to talk to them unless we hook up later on the show, but you know, they've done several shows that I wasn't a part of, so it's really no reason to it is what it is. Like I said, we all adults. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I was surprised he wasn't at the verses. Yeah, I was too. Hmm. But <laughs> it is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if my craft ain't heard with the people that I done it with, then ain't no need of reaching out because yeah. it's self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah. But you and Pat still got a good relationship. Me and Pat right? still good. Me okay. and Crunchy still good. Me and Chad still good. Me and White still good. I don't have no 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 problems with them. We still can sit down, but I don't think we'll it'll probably ever happen unless we cross paths or something. So we Yeah, yeah, I fuck with Juicy, but you know, it, it is what it is. A lot of people have their feelings for whatever reasons, but sometimes they be delusional of what really happened. So hey. Understood. Yeah. So then comes the B.A.R. album. B.A.R. Me and Lil White collabo. Wow. <laughs> I almost forgot about that one myself. Shoot. Um, How can you forget that? That's... I done, like I say, I, I really did forget about that. Just, I'm just saying the yeah. time of the interview, uh, Bar. Yep. That was an album that was supposed to be in the making while we was with Hypnotized. Okay. But it ended up happening um, through Fixies. Uh, rest in peace, Wes Phillips, too, man. Um, Selecto hits. Hmm. Um, and he had a, a, a label and it called Fixius, and that's what we put that album through. Yeah, man, Lil White banged that thing. Man, that, yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. That was something that was due time, so. Yeah. Like I say, we, we like Ebony and Ivory whenever we link up, so you know what I'm saying? That's, that's just how it's good. That's, that's just what that is. So, I, I, it wasn't no doubt in that one. Yeah. I already knew what we were finna do, so that's how it came out. You so, were. bar, all platforms. 
right now. Is White still rapping these days? Yeah. Y'all got something in the works? Yeah, I got some 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 new features from him that okay. I haven't put out yet, but uh, I think he's working on the album itself also. Okay. But yeah, yeah, White still solidified now. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we put out a lot of his White Christmas uh, yeah. tapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still going strong, man. Like I said, shout out to my boy, man, Bay shit. Um, so from Bay today with T Rock, how does Bay this to the you? A man? Hey, that's one of the dopest. That man can rap so damn fast. Man, that's one of the uh, dopest projects that uh, that I kind of slipped and, and fell into because I didn't know there was something we weren't planning on. Like I say, my my, my homie Macy with Six Enterprise kind of put that together, and shit, that motherfucker came out like butter, bro. Hmm. We like like it's in demand. We have to do Bay to the A too. You know what I'm saying? We. And then the crazy part about this, me and T-Rock never worked together for us on one a song together when he was with, when we was with the situation with them. So mm -hmm. it was due time. Absolutely. And man, it, it came out crazy. Yeah. So we're working on part two right now. Shout out T-Rock. Okay. Yeah. yeah, cause it's the same thing. It's like where your styles are so different. Yeah, like, man. Yeah. It just sounds so crazy. And then, then we know our chemistry. We know what to do when we approach that mic. So it ain't, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna come out like that. I didn't expect nothing less. <laughs> so I knew what it was. That's it. Yeah. So looking at the rap game today, what's your thoughts on, you know, everything that be going on these days? It's a lot of crazy shit, but I just, I, I try to stay out the way, but stay in the way at the same time, if you can understand what I'm saying. Like, I don't really indulge in shit that ain't got nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? So all this beefing and all that, I don't do that. I ain't got time to do that. I ain't finna be lip boxing with nobody on no microphone and all this shit. I will, but I won't at the same time to <laughs> say that. I knock on doors. Yeah. So I ain't with all this shit, so you know. For us, musically, everything, it's, it's a lot of good shit out here. It's different. Mm -hmm. It's different. It's a lot different. Yeah, yeah, it's different. And uh, different is good. The biggest risk you can take is not taking one, so different is good. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to think outside the box, music, especially when it comes to music, or you're just going to blend in with everybody else. Yeah. The, the, the thing is, you want to stand out. So different is always good. So I'm not saying different is bad. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it's different from what's been going on. So it's, it's a lot of good shit out here. Yeah. And the women, the women starting to make noise out here. So, you know, these niggas better step it up. <laughs> these niggas they better step it up. Man, these women, these women they sick of this shit out here. They like, man, look, we finna take this shit over. They sick of this shit, I can tell. You know what I'm saying? These women, they becoming beasts on this, on this microphone. There's a lot of good women rappers, some good artists out here Absolutely. these days. Like, you know what I'm saying? I guess they just felt like it was daytime again. So they, they, they making a move. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Especially in Memphis, man. It's like. Yeah. I, ooh, uh, like I got a, a song called Sneaky Link with Juicy Fruit. She's, okay, she's, she's hard too, yeah. Man, I, that's really one of my favorite artists, female artists out of Memphis. I think a lot of people, She's so slept on, bro, man. Like, but she, her talent, man, is undeniable. I love, I just love the way she approached anything. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm a, I'm a big fan of her. I like Glorilla too. Mm -hmm. She bait. That's that's bait shit. I gotta like Glorilla. And that's Frazier. Someone Frasier. shared that tweet that said <laughs> Glorilla sound like Frazier. Yeah, that's Frazier girl. Oh, Frasier I call her Frazier girl. That Frazier girl. Yeah, Glorilla. That Frazier girl. You know what I'm talking about. So what inspires Family. you to keep creating today, Fraser? 
the crazy part about it is I'm having fun. I'm back having fun with this shit, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what I was missing. I, w I was doing it, but I really wasn't having fun. I'm having fun. I'm just doing, I'm just recording when I want to record and putting it out when I want to put it out. So, you know, I think that's the difference of today. And I, and I think I'm more dangerous when I'm having fun. I realized it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm having fun, man. So, you know, you're going to get it. I'm not done. I, I feel like um, I got so much more to offer. And I'm really finna get into this acting and more, putting out more movies okay. and utilizing this Oscar for what it's really for. Not for real. Dig? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you shared a picture of you and Young Dolph. Yeah. Did you have much Rest of a relationship peace, with him? Or? Yeah. Um, even before he blew up, we, we both um, put our, did our DJ screams together. Okay. Uh, I think it was called Dolph World and I did uh, Still Breathing. And we did a little mini scream tour for that. So hmm. I, we got to connect before he really blew up. And I, I seen his come up, man. Like he had a, he had a different kind of hustle when it comes to that uh, music, even before they knew him, you like, you knew he was gonna make it because the way he moved and the way he just like, he was a genius and, and I don't even, I think he knew he was a genius, but you could see it from the outside. You know, you know, some people just got it. You'd be like, hey, that man gonna be something. Like he subtle and just straight to the point. He don't talk much, smoke his weed, record his verse, <laughs> and it is what it is, man. So. He would be truly missed, just just not in Memphis, just worldwide. Like a lot, I think that kind of that hit home for a lot of motherfuckers right there, and not just Memphis. Yeah. It hurt the shit out of Memphis, but it, it I think it hurt the world too. Like that was, and he was a good dude. Mm -hmm. He was a real good dude. Like, rest in peace, bro. Yeah. So long live Dolph. Yeah, yeah, long live Dolph, man. Memphis legend. Yeah, absolutely. Real talk. Uh, what has being a father taught you about life? Woo! It's just a little girl, man. It made me move different. <laughs> it look girl, it just it just make you see it just make you see shit different. Like when you have a daughter. That was my scariest fear of having a little girl and God gave me a little girl. <laughs> so you know, I hope I don't try to kill nobody later. So, you know. <laughs> but crazy man, it, it I think that's another thing that got me back to having fun with just life period. You know what I'm saying? Just just a breath of fresh air, man. My mm -hmm. son's eighteen, so he a knucklehead now, so it just, it weighs out. Yeah. It weighs out. What's some advice you would share to the youth coming up right now? Stay true to yourself, uh, follow your heart. Um, that gut feeling is there for a reason, so pay attention to it. Um, just be safe out here, man. Like, it's, it's different times and different shit going on. Like, it's crazy out here, just, just, just be safe. That's, that's the best advice I can give anybody right now. You don't know what the fuck going on. You don't know who people are. Everybody is on some old shit. Just keep your circle small. You know what I'm saying? And, and watch your back. Yeah. Yeah. Wise words, man. For real talk. So, Fraser, you mentioned like three albums. Which one's coming first, man? Man, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to talk to Macy about that or uh, what's coming next. Uh, what, what we got next, bro? He don't even know. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> It's I think, uh, uh, what, Bay Day 3? We're going to do Bay Day 3. Uh, okay. I'm working on my album, my solo album, too. You're um, the underdog. Oh, I, I got to mention another um, project I'm working on. I forget. <laughs> it's called Karma Volume 1 with Disaluna uh, uh, Beat. He out of Memphis. He came up under DJ Squeaky, so follow him at, at Disaluna Beat. Uh, that's another producer I'm using right now. We got some crazy shit coming, man. It's, it's, uh, well, we're doing a series of 
tapes called Karma, so Karma Volume One will be dropping soon. Maybe the holidays or some shit. Okay. But we got some crazy shit on there too. So yeah. I just I'm just working, man. I'm just working. And plus, man, man, the, the bro Mission Niners got some more shit coming. Okay. Uh, the pink and the thong. Hmm. So he from South Memphis. I'm from the Bay. So the pink and the thong. That's how we doing it, man. So we got that coming. And just man, I'm just just tr just trying to stay afloat. And let them know I'm still out here, man. It ain't over with. It's yeah. just beginning. And I'm having fun, so watch your ass. <laughs> it's yeah. a beautiful feeling when you get that passion. Man, I'm telling you. Yeah. Real talk. Crazy guy. Shout outs you like to give before you wrap it up here, man? Man, shout out to everybody that fucks with me. I fucks with you. Shout out to Memphis. Shout out to ATL. And shout out to everybody that stayed down with your boy so long. Um, in the future, I won't let you down. Still the same, better. Seize it and I'm out here. Let's get it. No, I ain't on none of that fake shit. Fake shit. Better find somebody else to play with. Okay. Niggas ain't solid, they base. They base. I'ma sit his ass on vacation. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba.